Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. Let's play ball. Hi, friends. Welcome back to God's Playbook. Over the next few episodes, not a consecutive series, but for the next few weeks, we're going to, with a sprinkle of the saints in between, talk about the parts of the Mass, preparations for, and why we do what we do. So you'll see in this fragmented series, the episodes will all start with the Mass, and then you will see the particular topic about the Mass that follows. So today we're going to begin with preparations before Mass. What should we be doing even before Mass begins? So first and foremost, the desire to go to Mass is a movement of the Holy Spirit, period. And that our response to the movement of the Holy Spirit is just that, a response, not an initiative. Every good deed in our hearts comes from the Holy Spirit. And so our response to be proactive and in that allows us to respond in an appropriate way. We should be going to church not out of duty, but out of desire. Now, if you find yourself needing that extra incentive that we don't want to fall into the trap of mortal sin, so be it. But the reality is going to Mass should not be a chore, but a joy as we go to worship God and thank Him for all that He has given to us, to praise His mighty name, and also to ask for the graces of being fed by his word and the Eucharist. So what should we do in preparation for Mass? Number one, our desire, our attitude should be a positive one. We should be looking forward to Mass itself, this encounter with God where heaven and earth come together. Second is to focus on how I am dressed. For each of us, We may have heard what's called our Sunday best. We should be dressing up for God, not dressing down. So a t-shirt and shorts, I'm not sure is appropriate in the house of God if we're dressing up for the Lord. If I wear a suit every day at work, then I should be wearing a suit for Jesus too, because going to church again is a privilege. We dress up for God. So if we're just flying out of our bed and just wearing pajamas and flip-flops, if we wouldn't wear that to a wedding, then why would we wear that to church? If I wouldn't wear that to work, why am I wearing it to church? So even in the summer months, a short sleeve shirt or an appropriate summer dress is appropriate. But again, we should be dressing up for God, not dressing down. Some people, well, I need a break from, you know, dressing up all week. Well, then take Saturday as your break, friends. We need to be showing Jesus the respect that he's his due. Just as we don't show up to a funeral in a t-shirt and shorts and flip-flops, so we show respect to the deceased and the family that mourns their passing, how much more should we be respectful to God when we prepare to go to Mass? So even when I was a young child growing up, My parents never let us go to Mass without wearing a suit. And so with three kids under six, my mother ensured that my brothers and I, every Sunday, we dressed up for church. Our hair was neatly combed. 
we were groomed and showered and ready to go because that was a testament that has always stayed with me and a teaching of our church that we make sure that we dress up for God. In the Old Testament, there was this preparation before they entered the temple to speak to God. In the temple, same thing. We are to dress accordingly. So in our preparations for Mass, friends, we should really be thinking about what we are wearing because what we wear shows where our heart is. So I encourage you, if you've fallen out of that tradition of dressing up for the Lord, let's get back into the good habit of making sure what we wear is appropriate to where we are going, an encounter with God, and that we give him the respect that is his due. Now, if I do not own a suit because of financial reasons, then I should wear what's best in my closet. And so if it's a button-down shirt and perhaps some slacks, then that's what I should be wearing. So this isn't dress up to impress anyone. Oh, I have an Armani suit, so I'm going to show off my Armani suit. Well, that's not what we should be wearing again. This is showing respect for God, and he knows what we can afford and where our heart is. So again, it doesn't need to be a fashion show every Sunday. If you can only afford one dress shirt and one dress pair of dress pants, then that's what we should be wearing when we come to church. If we only own one dress, then that should be our Sunday dress that we bring to God. What we do after Mass, again, flip-flops, Crocs, any kind of shoes, sandals, whatever you want to wear. Let's just make sure that the way we present ourselves is to meet God. We're not dressing up to meet Father Rico. We're not dressing up to impress the people in the pew beside us. We are dressing up out of respect for the Lord. And this should be part of our preparations, friends. The more we show our respect for God, the more it reflects our attitude and our gratefulness to God for all that he does for us. Another thing that's important in our preparation is that we are attentive and awake. If we're not a morning person, we really shouldn't be choosing the earliest possible Mass to go to. Because if I know that I'm not going to be attentive and participative in the Mass itself, then why am I attending that Mass? We are so blessed in the Catholic Church to have a plethora of options, if not in our own local parish, certainly in the neighboring ones, in which they have options for different Masses at different times. If we are not a morning person and we're at the 8 a.m. Mass, the likelihood of us putting our whole heart and soul into the prayer is greatly diminished as opposed to the late Mass at 12 noon, which I might actually be consciously awake and be able to give to God from my heart the praise and the gratitude for all that he does for me. So again, it's not just to get Mass over with, but to ensure that we choose a Mass in which we are fully committed, attentive, and awake. Also, the importance of Sunday as opposed to the Saturday Vigil Mass. While the Church allows those who cannot attend Mass on a Sunday to attend Mass on a Saturday, it was given as an uh, option by the Church for those who work who could not attend Mass on Sunday to still fulfill their Sunday obligation. In many parishes, many people go to the Vigil Mass just so they can sleep in on Sunday. And again, friends, Sunday is the Lord's Day. While the Church has extended Sunday to the sun setting on Saturday evening, 
Again, the question is, where is our heart? Is this a priority for us in preparing for Mass, or are we just trying to get it done? Now, for those who are working, it is also important that we realize that the Sunday obligation is the Sunday obligation, that no one is free from abstaining from Mass on Sunday or to attend the Vigil Mass Saturday evening. Depending on your work schedules, I encourage each of you to ensure, whether it's at your own local parish or if it's a small parish with a restrictive Mass schedule, that you should look to a neighboring parish to ensure that you can attend Mass every weekend, and specifically every Sunday. I know also of people that are replacing their Sunday Mass with going to Mass during the week, and this should not take place because the Sunday liturgy is just that, the Sunday liturgy. The weekday liturgy is different. And so going to Mass on Tuesday, because it's more convenient for me, should never replace attending Mass on Sunday, which is the Lord's Day. So choosing the Mass is also very important. The next way that we prepare for Mass to friends is to ensure that we attend Mass on time. And that means that we attend Mass early, early enough so that we are not flying in through the doors while the priest is starting the sign of the cross. We've already, that's actually late because Mass begins with the opening hymn, not with the sign of the cross. We should not be just quickly jumping into church just before Mass begins. We should allow ourselves the time, friends, to properly genuflect to Jesus and the Blessed Sacrament, to enter into our pew and spend an appropriate amount of time kneeling before Jesus as we center ourselves and place ourselves not only in the house of God physically, but mentally. That we cast aside our distractions, that the cell phone remains in our pocket or in our purses, that our focus is why I am here, worship of God, and being fed by his word and sacrament. So it is so important to make sure that we take the time to spend time in prayer, preparing our heart for this greatest gift of prayer, the gift of the Mass, and how God will touch us in particular ways. While we may say hi to fellow parishioners or people we know on the way into Mass, really the focus before Mass should be making sure we spend time in prayer with God. Please ensure that if you are going to speak with your fellow parishioners, friends, please use the foyer or the outside of the church for visiting. Allow those who are preparing for Mass to use the pews in the church itself for what it is meant to be. First and foremost, a house of prayer. The more we quietly enter into prayer, the more we open our heart to God, the more we can allow those around us to also enter that beautiful silence before Mass. If you must say hi to a parishioner or someone that you know, a simple wave or a quiet hello is certainly appropriate, but not shouting hello across the church so that everyone can hear you. Obviously, that's all cut. 
The next thing we should be focusing on is when our prayer has concluded. The temptation is to talk to the people around us, to be distracted by people walking in and out or anyone who's talking. Again, a great opportunity for us to just sit in quiet prayer or in the silence to allow God to speak to us as we prepare our hearts for Mass. So again, please don't fall into the trap of talking and visiting, reading the parish bulletin, or being distracted. What a great opportunity for us to just actually slow down and be quiet. Even for extroverts like me, times where we can enter into the silence, especially at church, whether the organ is playing quietly in the background, or there's actual silence in the church. What a great opportunity to enter into the mystery of the Mass that is about to be celebrated. What I also encourage you to do, if it is not your practice, is perhaps to get into the routine of entering into specific prayers. There are beautiful prayers of the Church that she gives as preparations for Mass, Or you may want to use some of the more well-known prayers like the Lord's Prayer, Hail Mary, Glory Be, other prayers that you like to say. Or you may just speak to the Lord from the silence of your heart in a very organic and practical way. But this idea of praying before Mass helps us to focus, to slow down, and to put aside the distractions. I highly encourage you, where possible, Leave cell phones, tablets, any kind of devices in the car or tucked away so that way there is absolutely no chance of being distracted. Pope John Paul II reminded even priests that when they celebrate Mass, they are encouraged not to wear a watch because it actually doesn't even matter what time it is. Because as we enter into prayer and this dialogue with God, nothing is more important. Nothing should distract us. Have you ever been to a casino? You notice that there is something in every casino that is missing, and that is a clock. They don't want you to know what time it is because they want you to just play their games and to take your money. Even though you think you're winning, the house always wins. In this case, Clocks and other devices are a distraction to us in prayer. Now, it doesn't mean we're going to sit in the church for five hours, but when we know that Mass is an hour, give or take a few moments, the priest will ensure that you're not sitting in the church for the next five hours and that, yes, you are going on with the rest of your day in a very happy way. So whatever distracts you, let's put those distractions aside. Now, if children distract you, whether they're yours or the people beside you, please do your best to not give them faces or to frown at them or to give the parents the indication that you're not happy that they're there. Again, friends, we are brothers and sisters in Christ. Let us recognize and assist others, especially those who have young children, to prepare themselves and us for the great gift of the Mass. As Mass is about to begin, you may notice in your church that they make announcements or special requests. For instance, the musician may say, we're about to sing a new song today, so let's practice together. 
I encourage you to enter into those announcements, to pay attention to what the priest and the pastoral team want to notify you about, to be engaged. How can I be more involved in my parish? What's going on in my parish? Or if this is a new hymn that the choir is singing, that I'm to try to learn it as well, whether I have a music background or not. So again, not a time for visiting or ignoring them and just continuing to pray to then find out that, well, I didn't know the parish barbecues this weekend, or I didn't know that there's a rosary club that meets on Tuesdays or youth ministry on Friday night. This is an opportunity for us to once again, if the parish is making an announcement, then this is something that our parish priest and the community want me to be aware of. So let's be attentive to it. Don't think of the announcements before Mass as a commercial before a movie that is just to annoy you or to try to entice you to come to see their film as opposed to the one you've paid to see. The announcements before Mass may not always be practical or appropriate to you as an individual, but still, what a great opportunity to know what's going on in the parish so we can let a family member, a colleague, a friend, or fellow community member be aware of what is taking place within our church family. So let's give them our undivided attention, whether we care about the Women's League meeting, whether we are a Knight of Columbus, whether we are an altar server or someone involved in youth ministry, whether we are going to the baseball game with the parish or not. Again, it's a level of respect, respect for the person speaking, respect for the community events, and also respect for self as we prepare our heart to enter into this prayer. You may also have other pre-mass rituals, friends, but these are kind of the basic ones that I want us to focus on as we prepare for Mass, because it is an absolute privilege to even just be called by God to his altar, to enter into the house of prayer and prepare ourselves for Mass. Our posture for preparation for Mass is also important. I encourage you to kneel down before Mass if you are able. And so while you are saying some of your own personal prayers, our posture not only shows God where our heart is, but also can be a positive witness to the people around us who may just... This might also be a possible example for those around us who just shoot into their pew without genuflecting before God and kneeling down in prayer. Kneeling in prayer offers humility I also encourage you not to place your rear end on the pew while you're kneeling. That's like a half kneel. The more we are straight, it's a little sacrifice that we can show respect to God. Sometimes we get into bad habits without even thinking about it. Now, you've had two knee replacements. The Lord knows this. Please be seated for your prayer. Or if you're in agony and pain is throbbing through your knees and that's all you can think about, you're not focused on prayer absolutely be seated. But for those of us who are physically able, like myself, you should never see Father Rico half kneeling or have his butt on the pew while he's supposed to be kneeling. That's showing really a disrespect for God too. Our posture, our external, is second to our internal, yes, but also very important. Just like we teach our young people to stand at attention for the national anthem as a sign of respect, just like we encourage people to stand when someone important enters the room, which, by the way, should be everybody. 
just as we have certain expectations of postures, this is also not just Catholic aerobics, but an opportunity for us to show the respect to God for the fact that we are humbly present before him. So again, I encourage you, if possible, when kneeling, to make sure that we are kneeling appropriately where our back is straight and we are actually focused on humbling ourselves before the throne of grace and the beautiful altar of God to which we have the honor of praying before. Also, as I mentioned earlier, before we enter into our pew, we should always genuflect, just so we're all on the same page. A genuflection is almost like a half kneel. The church teaches that our right knee should touch the ground. While we genuflect, we make the sign of the cross, and we always face the tabernacle where Jesus is. We should not be genuflecting to the, the wall or the altar or some other furniture within the church to our favorite statue of Mary or Joseph or whatever. As we genuflect to the tabernacle, we are showing Jesus our reverence for him. If we were in the room with the king of England, we are called to bow, or if you're a female, to curtsy, recognizing his role as king or a member of the royal family. Here, we are reverencing the king of kings who deserves our utmost respect. If your health does not allow you to genuflect, then the church teaches that we are to give a profound bow, which means you are to bow from your waist, not a quick head nod, or again, just shooting into the pew. The way we prepare ourselves for Mass is the way we prepare ourselves for something important. If I'm heading to an important event, I am absolutely early because I don't want to miss anything. I dress appropriately. I'm groomed appropriately. I'm excited. I can't wait. Both physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, I am engaged and ready to go. That is what we are called to do as we prepare for Mass. So today's podcast episode is to ask ourselves the question, what are my preparations for Mass? Going along Father Rico's checklist, which is, by the way, the church's checklist, where are the areas that I'm doing great in, and what are some of the areas perhaps I can enter a better habit for? This allows us, friends, to do things for God to show that reverence for God, and also to remind ourselves of the importance of not just, quote-unquote, showing up. Mass is a privilege, often a duty and a responsibility, but also something that is very important. So, friends, let us look for these ways that which we can prepare for Mass, and with pure hearts, with humility, and with love, we get ready to enter into this great gift and dialogue with God. For God's Playbook Friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Budsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.